My God, Chris! Are you really doing this again? I know. Some crazy old mentor talked me into it. Even though last time was a total disaster. Well, yeah, but this time I grew a brain. I'm sorry, what? From Los Angeles, California, it's High On Film! Tonight, we've got Lizzie Donaldson and Bride of Frankenstein. In a few minutes, you'll speak to her through this electrical machine on tonight's episode. And welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film Sobering Talk About Movies. I'm Chris Maxwell, your host for another week. Welcome back. It is part two of our Halloween double feature. Uh, last week we came uh, we came alive. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> last week we came alive with our with the original James Whale, Boris Karloff, Frankenstein, and this week we're taking a look at a film regarded as one of the best sequels of all time. Sometimes even thought of to be better than the original. It is Bride of Frankenstein from 1935, directed once again by James Whale, written by William Hurlbutt. We'll have fun with that later. Suggested by the original story by Mary Shelley, adapted by Mr. Hurlbutt and John L. Balderston, and then a slew of uncredited men uh, on the screenplay. Uh, Joseph Byrne, Lawrence D. Blockman, Robert Florey, who we know from the first film, the original director of Frankenstein. Uh, Philip McDonald, Tom Reed, R.C. Sheriff, Edmund Pearson, and Morton Coven. Ah, those old studio days. I will say, Universal Pictures, my favorite studio logo of all the movie studios. Um, little fun fact about me, and now let's get to my co-host. You know him as the man right to my left, the BD, always GP, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, Brad Davis. Hello, Christopher. Hey, oh, sorry. Bradley? Yes, we're formal today. We are. It, well, it's a wedding, is it not? Tr yeah, kind of. <laughs> There's a wedding. Frankenstein, Henry, and uh, Elizabeth. Oh, there is a wedding. Movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's called Bride of Frankenstein, so that's where my brain went. I was like, well, they don't get married. But... Well, you can kind of use it for both, right? You could. Elizabeth or the, I mean, it the works. creatures. Brought. It's more direct for Henry and Elizabeth. Yes, but, I mean, more indelible of a uh, figure in The Bride of Frankenstein. But Frankenstein's the doctor. Well, here we go. Here we go. I just knew a log on the fire. You did. You did. You got to something I wasn't going to bring up for like two minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We're ahead of schedule. Yeah, we're ahead of schedule. Uh, first, Brad, let me ask you this. You're a big proponent of sequels that are better or as good as the original. I'm a big uh, proponent of them? Oh, yeah, dude. Godfather 2? Oh, yeah. You think it's better than the original? No, I don't. Oh. Spider-Man 2? Better than Spider-Man? Yes. Dark Knight? Better than Batman uh, Begins? Yes. Um... Terminator 2, better than Terminator? Yes. See, like it when it happens. 
What'd you say? I said you like it when it happens. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy talking about the ones that actually do work because it is a that are better than the original because the number is small. Yeah. Well, gut feeling right now, better as good as or worse than the original Frankenstein. Worse. Worse. I think the original Frankenstein's a little better. Dun dun dun. Th- okay. There's definitely there's definitely parts of this that are much better, but I think overall, every when, when you add it all up, step down. Original Frankenstein is better. Okay. Well, let's get to our guest. She was here last week, and she is here this week. You already heard her. She's joining us for this conversation once again, now that she's had the experience of the original Frankenstein. I know her as Z, but you probably know her from uh, the name you see written across ABC's Blackish uh, in the writing section. That's how credits work. Writing section. Section, yes. Yeah, yeah. Section of writers. Our close friend. The wonderfully talented Lizzie Donaldson returns. Here I am. Hey, Lizzie. Back in the saddle. Elizabeth. That's me. Formal. Yeah, we're going formal. Oh, oh, right. We're going, we're going formal. formal, yes. Damn it, I keep forgetting that. Now, Lizzie. Yes? Not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. No. Is this... <laughs> is this, this can't be news. Yeah. No. Not is this, you. Not is this you. the credits for Henry <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Right, yeah. <laughs> not a doctor. Uh, not a doctor. Yeah. The Michael Schur uh, production right, company. Right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, no, Lizzie. Henry Frankenstein. Sorry. Henry Frankenstein. Henry Hank, yeah. So not only is, is there controversy over calling the monster Frankenstein, which, mind you, they do in the Mary Shelley scene in the very first scene of this movie, Bride of Frankenstein. They're just throwing One of our, it out there. They're like, hey, guess what? He's the monster now. Yeah, they, no, they call him Frankenstein, like yeah. referring to the creature, one of the Victorian gentlemen with Mary Shelley. Yes. So I think that settles it enough for me. But here's a bombshell. Henry Frankenstein? Not a doctor. He never completes medical school. And they never call him Dr. Frankenstein. They call huh. him Herr Frankenstein or Baron Frankenstein. Every, not a doctor. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. Just a just a crazy rich man. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yes. Which I think we're all very familiar with these days. Yes, we are. Yes. Um, but how just about that? Rich and bored. Yeah, rich and bored. <laughs> and ruining the world. Yeah. Wreak havoc on everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> Um, I it's fascinating to me that the the name Frankenstein became the monster name, and that's how I grew up believing that that was the name of the monster. But it just it feels, but I just I don't I was like well it sounds like it, but I only know it in that constant a contents. And I even like I used it just the other day like I'm, I'm gonna Frankenstein you know this oh yeah yeah you know, I'm just gonna well that makes sense though because you're assembling sure, something okay. there we go right mm. so if you're assembling something you are assuming the role of the doctor so I'm still walking the line I'm not I'm not landing on either side <laughs> yeah I will. Not the, not the doctor. Well, and not, 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 not the mama. Not the mama. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say this, this, these two movies have so many name confusion things from the book and, and what we know to be true in culture. And I'm just saying, I don't think you're wrong calling the monster Frankenstein. No, I don't think you're wrong either. I okay. think that that is just, we can accept Hot this. Take. I just don't. I ju- it's just pretty fascinating. Yeah, it is. And like, so quickly. It's almost one a Mandela it, effect? I Kind of, right? Or Bernstein Bears, like how you spell that, and if Mandela died in jail. Right. Because we all kind of know as a, as a, as a society that it's but, Frankenstein, or call it Frankenstein. Yes, but now but now this has actually turned itself, because Mary Shelley at the beginning yeah. is exactly. saying, now it's this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that they're actually doing it, I think... Does it make maybe you would have had Mandela effect just for the first one? If, mm. if we went back, but now that the second one exists, I think that either lessens it or 
Makes it null and void. Null and void, yes. Okay. I don't know. Well, let's get to... Call in. Let us know. <laughs> call in. Let's just get back to basics here. Lizzie, do yeah. you think this is uh, better, as good, or worse than the original Frankenstein? I prefer the original Frankenstein. Mm. But they feel... I really mm. like this movie. They feel like two... To- I get why people like this better. There's way more action in it. And it feels... This is going to sound like a weird take, but this feels like a monster movie. Yes, it does. And the first movie just kind of feels like this nice suspense thriller. Because he's not like... In this one, he's terrorizing this village. And in the first one, the body count is low. And it's more like about the creation, about... like He's mostly contained and then, you know, kills a girl and... Yeah, he really only yeah. breaks out in the right. first one in the last... But this one is just like... Quarter, oh, third of the movie or yes, something? Yes, yeah. and this one, he's out there... Constantly. constantly terrorizing and that it yeah. just feels more like a monster movie. of unknown whereabouts yes yeah. well guys if you've never seen this or you need a quick little reminder we prepared a trailer for you the first time they thought it burned alive in a windmill why do you stay here I want to see with my own eyes I can see it burning bones I can sleep at night But they forgot. Windmills have water underneath them. Just when you thought it was over... That wasn't the end at all. It picks up right where it left off. Get out the bloodhounds! Raise all the men you can, lock the women indoors, and wait for me! Frankenstein's monster is back, and it's only after one thing. A friend. Good God. He's new and improved. He walks. He stalks. He smokes. Don't forget about Henry Frankenstein. He's still here. Forget? If only I could forget that it's never out of my mind. And he's married to a whole new Elizabeth. Totally different haircut and all. Henry, don't say those things. Don't think them. It's blasphemous and wicked. We are not meant to know those things. This time, he's got a whole new mentor from the university. Dr. Pretorius makes Frankenstein look like a high school chemistry teacher. But listen, Henry Frankenstein, while you were digging in your graves, pieces of a dead tissues, I grew my creatures, my cultures. He grew a brain, and now needs Henry's help bringing a body to life. Alone, you have created a man. Now, together, we will create his mate. But when Henry refuses, Pretorius unleashes Frankenstein's own monster against him. Kidnapping Elizabeth and forcing his hand in the doomed undertaking. It is interesting to think, Henry, that once upon a time we should have been burnt at the stake as wizards for this experiment. From Carl Lemley in Universal Studios comes a movie that will shock you. A movie that properly celebrates its titular line. The Bride of Frankenstein. Starring Boris Karloff, Colin Clive, Valerie Hobson, 
and Elsa Lanchester. Oh, you live! monster itself. The Bride of Frankenstein. I have prayed many times for God to send me a friend. So, Chris, you were kind of like the film buff here. What do oh, you think oh, about... Brad is fine. <laughs> Chris, you're an encyclopedia of film. Uh, what? Where do you rank this? I, Better? I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think I'm with you. I think it's ultimately... A worse movie, despite there being a bigger budget, a better Karloff. Um, it looks better. I mean, the better the makeup, production design. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to really like about this film, and I do think it's it's pretty great. But it, funny enough, for 1935, it falls into so many horror sequel tropes that I just don't think it's as good because it copies the first so not closely, but like. A lot of things come back. Like, you know, we, we have, like, a new, bigger, badder villain. So, a, a madder scientist right. now. and yes. Who's also worked at the university. Yeah, Who yeah, also yeah. is just another, like, old colleague of mine. Right. And uh, Also just wants to play God. He's got that whole, right. like... And now another now monster. we're supposed to procreate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we even have, like, the, the, the lines come back at us. It's Alive comes back twice. Once in earnest and once in jest yes. at the top of the film. Um, and I just... While I appreciate all the effects and the way this is shot, I really wish they almost young Frankensteined it and both could be one movie. I wish the first movie could have the old man scene and the bride at the end Hmm. and the production of the second one. Interesting. Right. If they could somehow do that, which they kind of do, funny enough, in Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. 1994 is Kenneth Branagh's Mary Shelley's. Yeah, right. (laughs) That one does have, like... The whole that thing, the, and there's no Pretorius. The monster is is the one um, propelling uh, Victor. I believe or they might call him Henry. Still, I can't remember to to make the bride for him. Gotcha. But in the same way, where he kidnaps Helena Bonham Carter, he, kidna- he kidnaps a bride to make. Or she's a bride. dead. She. It's Kenneth Branagh is uh, Elizabeth is Helena Bonham Carter, and she dies somehow. And Branagh makes her body into the bride, and she looks like. The doll head on the spider legs from Toy Story with the oh way her God. stitches are. And well, that's mm. interesting yeah. because God Bride of Frankenstein in this movie is hot. <laughs> She's got like she looks a good. Stitch. She is. <laughs> she is quite sexy. But Actually, that was a, how did we do this? A big point of controversy over the censorship. Yeah. Over um, her <laughs> cleavage as Mary Shelley. Oh. Because Elsa Lanchester is her name. Uh, plays both parts, both Mary Shelley in the beginning and the bride. Right, right. Even though she goes completely uncredited in this film. Yeah, she's a question mark. At the beginning and the end. Oh, that's crazy. Or no, she gets credited for her Mary Shelley. Does she? Yeah. Um, I was just, when I saw this, was my first time watching this movie, and I was just like, I was joking, we were joking last week, that, you know, Frankenstein looks like, beautifully cut together. The man is an artist of a plastic surgeon for not being a doctor. Yeah. Except for like the bolts in the neck and like maybe a couple like... Electrodes in the neck. Excuse me, the electrodes in the neck. Um, and then, uh, and then, but I, I just didn't see, uh, you know, this masterpiece coming down the pipe. <laughs> yeah, well, he's better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and she's more natural. It's one person's body. She has, oh, sure. She has an organically grown brain from Dr. Pretorius. 
So, like, all they had to do was cut open the head, and you see those stitches around her face. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, she's not, like, this hodgepodge of stuff like Frankenstein right. is. It's, like, two different guys' hands. Yeah. I yeah, like fresh they, body. Yeah, some dude's fresh monster body. Fresh body. I like yeah. that they touched up her makeup for her, too. She's yeah. got some great eyeshadow she looks work on. <laughs> really good. Yeah. All right, guys. Now that we're properly acquainted with this film. And now it's time for Trash. Star. Destroy. That's right, it's Trash Star Destroy, America's number one podcast game. Uh, a veritable fuck, Mary kill of movies, if you will. Uh, we'll give you three movies. Uh, one, you must trash, which means it's eliminated from existence. The second movie, you get to star in whatever role your fragile actor heart desires. And, of course, that leaves the third movie to be destroyed, which means that the only version of that film that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of The Rock fame. Got it? Yeah, it's a good Got movie. it. Great. Then we yeah, should great. talk about The Rock. That's great. We should. We, we've covered it early on in the high on film mm. career. So I don't I don't know. We haven't made up our mind about redoing movies. I think we kind of have. We're not going to do it. Probably. Little <laughs> chance. A little behind the scenes. I'm actually, just saying there's a chance. There's always a chance, <laughs> yeah. but more unlikely. But today, our first category is Milking It for Frankenstein. Of course, if you've listened to the podcast, you know we have a game called Milking It where we twist the genre around of a singular movie. Well, this one, we're infusing with this game, and it's called Milking It Frankenstein. So we're going to do three movies where Frankenstein is twisted in some way. So we'll do its sequel, the movie we just watched, The Bride of Frankenstein. We'll do the parody, Mel Brooks' Young Frankenstein. And we'll do the cartoon, Tim Burton's Frankenweenie. Who, might I add, seems to have a really big thing for Frankenstein with Corpse Bride and Frankenweenie and Edward Scissorhands and producing Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> he likes piecing together characters. He, he does. He likes character building. Yep. There we go. <laughs> so guys, Trash Star Destroy, Bride of Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein, Frankenweenie, go. I am starring in Young Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. I want to work with Mel Brooks. Mm -hmm. What role am I taking? Uh, Boy, it's hard to take Peter Boyle out of that, but that seems like the most logical choice. He'll be fine. Uh, yeah, he gets everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, I, and you get to work with Gene Wilder. You're working with uh, Madeline Kahn, Terry Garr. Like, it's, it, I could never pass that up. So that's pretty easy for me. Um, then I will trash Frank and Weenie. Oh. <laughs> you gonna be okay? Well, it's like Tim Burton's, like, you know, he does the short, and that's like kind of what propels him to fame, and then he remakes it as a full-length feature a few years ago. We have the short. It's pretty good. Okay, we have, we the, have short. the short. And I'm much more interested in seeing Bay do Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's probably... Now that you say it, you might have just convinced me. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. The second, this is the second week in a row where I was like, oh, Brad, what are you doing? But Brad, you idiot. But, you put up uh, a good, good argument. I bounce back. Yeah. I love a snap judgment. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to do the same thing. Um, and But you know what? In Young Frankenstein, I'm going to be um, the inspector. Uh, he has the fake arm and the throwing darts, which is actually parodying Son of Frankenstein, the third movie in this trilogy. Because mm. Young Frankenstein 
mashes them all together. And Son of Frankenstein will be doing next week on Halloween. <laughs> no? Don't lie to him, Lizzie. We're not doing it. Halloween's over back. after this. Oh, God. Halloween's like... No, it's fine. I'll watch it Tomorrow? Alone. Couple okay. days? Yes. Today? Days. No one knows. It's so it's spooky. <laughs> maybe we'll find out the mystery at the end of the podcast. <laughs> maybe. Just when maybe. Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so, Lizzie, what about you? Um, I'm going to join the cast of Young Frankenstein, uh, but as Inga, because I want to work with Madeline Kahn, so I'll mm. take Terry right out of there. Um, Smack. Yeah, I think so. Of course. Terry Gar has a great career otherwise. She's fine. Yeah. Good actress, but, I mean, you want to work with you Madeline Kahn. You want to work Kahn. with Kahn. Yeah. You want to work and, with Kahn. And my pals here. Yeah. We're, I assume we're all in it together. Absolutely. That's yeah. the way we've always done it. That's, and Gene Wilder. Yeah, and Gene Wilder. Making oh, it great. not nearly the box office success. <laughs> no, it know. will fail. It's still yeah. Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Okay. I think we do all right. And Madeline Kahn. And yeah. Madeline Kahn. We're fine. I trust yeah. them. I trust the process. And Marty Feldman. Um, I'm going to give Frank and Weenie to Michael Bay. Interesting. A boy rebuilds his dog. A boy rebuilds his dog. Love it. I just, it's, I, it feels... Kind of akin to Transformers, you know, you can... Yeah. <laughs> and playing the kid, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> hey, my look, a Transformer. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yep. No, he would have to have made it in, like, the late 90s at his Shia LaBeouf, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is the correct answer. It's right after the first Transformers. Before the second one. No, in between. no, I think it becomes the first Transformers. It's, it's like, after Armageddon, between Armageddon and Pearl Harbor. Okay. The first Transformers that old? Yeah. 2004? Seven. Seven? Seven, I think. Okay. There you go. All right. Because I saw it in L.A. Um, I remember seeing it in L.A. That has me trashing uh, Bride of Frankenstein. Wow. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear it, too. But you know what? Next week, son of, we're going to bring it right back. <laughs> no? Please. Can't wait. Uh, do tune in next I, week. I, I promise you we won't be son of Frankenstein. <laughs> i got to take this out of my Google Cal. It just it keeps popping up. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, guys, one more Trash Down Destroy, huh? We did that one. Let's do we'll it. We'll finish with that. Let's do Bride Wars. Three movies with Bride in the title. Perfect for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Sets the mood. It's, uh, <laughs> because of Bridezilla's? That's the closest, I guess, to a Halloween thing. Or Corpse Bride. That's what we'll call it. Not, Halloween, not in this category. <laughs> yeah, not in this category. But because we did Frank and the last one, we're going to talk about Tim Burton all day? No. <laughs> Apparently not. So the category is called now Corpse Bride, and the movies are The Father of the Bride, The Princess Bride, Runaway Bride, Trash, Star, Destroy. Okay. I love Father of the Bride. We're talking the Steve Martin Father of the Bride. We're talking the Steve Martin version. What other version is there? There's a 1940s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With some big name actor... Who will... It'll come to me as Chris types on his phone. <laughs> Spencer Tracy. Spencer ah, Tracy. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Of course. I gotta watch that. Me too, actually. But I'm starring in Father of the Bride. Playing... Either Steve Martin's son, one of the Calkins, Karen Calkin? Yeah, I think it's Karen. Or mm. uh, probably the son-in-law, though. He gets a lot of fun scenes with Steve Martin. Where Steve Martin just hates the guy. So, Brian McKenzie. Mm. The role of Brian yes. McKenzie. Uh, I'll take that role. Oh, yeah. It's a good role. Uh, now, the problem is, what do I do with Princess Bride? Because that's such a good movie. And I think my answer is trashing it. 
Mm-hmm. You don't want to give Michael Bay a fantasy. I don't. I don't. Michael Bay does that movie, and that it loses. I think anything that's special about it. Yeah. And I think that's a better fate. So I will trash that. And then I'm destroying run, uh, it's Michael Bay's Runaway Bride. Michael Bay's Runaway Bride. Convinced of it now. Love that's, it. That's, I love it. That's perfect. That worked Julia out. Julia Roberts and Richard Gere finally reteam <laughs> under the helm of Michael Bay. <laughs> Give me a documentary of behind the scenes of that, yeah. and I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, boy, you know, I'm, I'm going to save Princess Bride from its trash fate. Uh, I'm going to star as Wesley. That's the smarter move. I mean, Princess Bride's probably a better movie. Definitely my favorite movie of the three. It, Father of the Bride's closer to my heart. So. I get it. I get it. Um, but, yeah, definitely playing Wesley um, in Princess Bride. And then, unfortunately, I'm making the same thing. Uh, sorry, Steve Martin. Uh, you're not getting to do Father of the Bride. Spencer Tracy's going to be the only one remembered now. Well, he'll still do Father of the Bride too. Oh, yeah, true. And their Which new will be weird. Father of the Bride 3-ish that aired on the internet for COVID or election stuff. I can't remember what it benefited. <laughs> it benefited something, though. Yeah, it was, it was either COVID or the election. It was a benefit. Yeah. Which I think you'd made the right choice again, Brad. Michael Bay's Runaway Bride. We're going to Nike deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably now Mark Wahlberg and Megan Fox. There's going to be McDonald's yes. toys. Yeah. Oh, well, it might be. It's rated R. We can't do McDonald's toys. What? Yeah. A bride that has little running legs? It could be PG-13. <laughs> it could be PG-13. Michael Bay? Yeah, he no, does PG-13 movies. He does now. Transformers are all PG-13. That's I true. Oh, that was me swearing during Age of Extinction. <laughs> That's correct. That was you cursing. I was yeah. sitting next Absolutely. to you in the theater. Yeah, Even worse in Last Night. The Last Night. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck um, that movie. Lizzie. I'm giving Runaway Bride to Bay as well. I just like, I gotta see what happens. You know? It um, seems like a concept Michael Bay should be familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> Bride's running away from me. I don't uh, know if he's married. Um, I'm gonna trash Father of the Bride. And then I will, uh, that leaves me, yeah, fuck Princess Bride. Oh, I'm so wow. sorry. Star, <laughs> yeah. star, yeah. uh, Sars Vizzini in The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. nice. I, I just, all those characters are so classic. I don't want to get rid of it forever. I like Vizzini. I think he is, I think, there's a lot of irreplaceable characters in that. I don't think he's irreplaceable. So, here I come. There you go. And, Bold. Uh, I and, like it. And I don't, I don't mind making the, bi- the big bad in that, uh. A lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. That's fun. You get some iconic lines. I mean, I guess everyone kind of gets iconic lines. Everyone gets iconic fun. lines. That script yeah. is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's Trash Show Destroy. We're going to take a quick break to cut to an ad for, funny enough, Son of Frankenstein. <laughs> Vindication. Do you like all-time great trilogies? Do you prefer a nonverbal monster? Do you love watching sons repeat the sins of their fathers? Then reach for Son of Frankenstein. Karloff makes his final appearance as the monster in the third installment of the monster franchise, featuring Bella Lugosi, who plays a character named Igor. Finally. And least we forget Donnie Dunnigan in the scene-stealing role of the grandson of Frankenstein, leveling the playing field and giving the Frankenstein family a 50% monster regeneration rate. To complete the trilogy, four out of five film critics recommend Son of Frankenstein. New terror loosed upon a startled world. 
Well, I just came to tell you that there's a group of townspeople at the door. They say your creature from the last episode is still alive. Yes! Killed a bunch of people. No! And is rampaging through the countryside. I see. Now imagine my surprise when I find you creating another monster. No, uh, Brad, what was the biggest problem with the last one? It, it killed a bunch talk. of people. This one talks. It talks? It's alive? Yes, yes, it's alive, it's alive. Now I know what it feels like to play God, like George Burns or Morgan Freeman or Alanis Morissette. Uh, listen, what I've created here is the perfect podcast co-host. Well, this feels like a direct attack. Don't say attack. Oh, so I see it's still prone to violence. I like to think it has a penchant for action movies. Yeah, okay. No, it does. Watch. Co-creature, what's your opinion of Cliffhanger? Cliffhanger. Good. What about Tango and Cash? Cash. Bad. I don't like this guy. Don't hold a grudge because it's the Brad Davis that man made us. It's not a grudge. It's just... Oh, God. It's your original monster. Yes. Who are you rooting for in this? Look. They're communicating. And they're sitting down at the podcast table. You go. We stay. We podcast. Okay, cool with us. Wait, won't you creatures need a, a guest or something? No! No guests! Fair warning, that's a lot of just two people. Okay, okay, we're going. I'm sorry, you're telling me that that's not next week's episode. You just played an ad for you, gave me all that shit, and now I feel like you lied to me. Who's coming on? Lizzie, the ads are supposed to be movies that we didn't really have time to talk about, and they're not really supposed to come up in conversation. <laughs> At least that's how we kind of designed them. I love all the behind-the-scenes stuff they're getting about the, the inner workings of High on Film, yeah. the pre-production, if you will. to a friendship fall apart. <laughs> yes. And I'm watching it. Yeah. Yep. And I, I would have... Never guessed in a thousand years it was going to be over Son of Frankenstein. <laughs> Which, let me tell you, I have seen. And it, I, it's Chris good. Did. It's very good. It's, this is a great trilogy. I really think this isn't talked about enough as, uh, as one of the best trilogies of all time. Well, you know, we could talk about it. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> sorry, I'll stop. All right, guys, I'll stop. We're, <laughs> we're back talking about Bride of Frankenstein here on High on Film with Lizzie Donaldson, despite her best efforts. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to dig into the movie here for your Bride of Frankenstein we're digging into um, with some scene work. Of course, if it wasn't obvious, we're a very optimistic podcast. Right. So we like to start things off optimistically with... <laughs> best scene. What's the best scene in Bride of Frankenstein? Three, two, one. Ranked. Anyone have him? I got him. Okay. I mean, I got three. You got three. What are they? Uh, my number three is the is the chase through the woods. Me too. Ooh. It. This is a scene where I feel like we get we really see the bigger budget. This the woods look great. The to actually see the chase scene with the mob where we saw the mob at the end of the the, the end of the first movie and now we have it active. We're seeing it, him running through the woods, dogs chasing him, everybody chasing him. Um, 
and then drops a rock, drops that big boulder on the two guys. Mm-hmm. Looks great, and it's a fun, you know, action scene. Uh, my two is the blind man's house. At the blind man's house when... The hermit. The hermit, I'm sorry, yes. Well, he's blind too. Yeah. But yes, the hermit. Um, I think he's credited as hermit is all I was saying. Better. I should have looked that up. When Frankenstein shows up and the humanity he shows him and starts teaching him and the old man is just so happy to have a friend and they have this really good connection that you see that if somebody actually treats him well, then he treats that person well and you see the humanity in Frankenstein, which is a great scene. Both of them are great in it. Uh, and it's probably the most emotional scene in either of the movies for me. And then, the for me, number one is the climax. Of uh, bringing the bride to life. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. It looks great. It's the first, it's just like the first one, except everything's bigger and better and it's shot better. The Ugh. budget is apparent. That is yeah. where it's the I most was, apparent. I thought that the whole time. I was like, oh, they figured out exactly how this they want this to look. And the they were able to execute. It, it looked look great. great. They, pay, they let you sit in it longer. They pace it out more because there's more to work with. It's The canted phenomenal. angles, the lights flashing. Um, I mean, everything is so good. Uh, the, the bride reveal after when they're mm-hmm. holding up the dress and let it drop and she's standing there is so good. Um, yeah, that's, it's, that's a hard one to argue. Uh, Lizzie, do you have any arguments for or against the top I, three? I, I have the same number one. My number three is the first Frankenstein reveal, where you see him again for the first time in this movie, which is when he's in the water. and Under the windmill. Yes, and it's great, and it's creepy, yeah. and it's from the shadows, and like it's a really nice reveal. Uh, nice and spooky. Spooky. Um, and I also, I love a reveal, I guess. I love when... Hank sees Frankenstein again for the first time. You know, when like he's the Baron, I can't remember his name, the, the new big bad. Dr. Pretorius. Dr. Pretorius is like, I th- think you need a new assistant. And then in the. Brings in the monster. Brings in the monster. Um, who I just called Frankenstein, just, just to prove. <laughs> because it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I thought that was great. And I thought that the guy I want to keep calling Clive Owen, but I know is. Colin Clive. Colin Clive. <laughs> Ty Burrell. <laughs> Ty Burrell. Uh, his reaction is terrific. And he's terrified mm. and it's great. Um, and then one I had Bride Creation, I thought that they just went all out for that. And I was stunned that it's so close to the end of the movie. I thought Bride of Frankenstein was, like, going to happen at the beginning. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like the creation. Like, well, you know. It, it, it's that way in the first it's one. It's that way in the first one, right. Yeah. So. Well, they know now to save that for the climax. They're like, that was the best part of the first one. Right. Let's we got to put this. that at the climax. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it did clarify ruined windmill. It was a ruined windmill. Yeah. Actually, in Son of Frankenstein, they actually Here talk about it being the laboratory in and under the windmill, and that is just mm. an offshoot of the castle. But I see no castle. I swear, in the opening shots of Frankenstein, not this one, because in the opening shots of Bride of Frankenstein, you see a castle, and it turns out it's Mary Shelley's castle. Hang on, roll footage. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there yeah, it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 But at the opening of the original Frankenstein, it's a castle. It's not just a windmill. I think there's a windmill either in the back or off to the side. Um, I swear it was a full castle. Or a lighthouse or something. Or a lighthouse, yeah. I call it. (sighs) Old business. Oh, yeah. One other piece of old business, by the way, I looked up. Hmm? I forgot to say at the top. (laughs) The Dark Universe. Uh, Javier Bardem was going to play Frankenstein. You know who's going to play Bride of Frankenstein? 
I, in the failed reboots that were coming, and maybe still, because some of the atta- actors are still potentially attached. Helena Bonham Carter? No. Angelina Jolie. Good one. Yep. Bardem and Jolie will be Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein if their contracts hold up, if these projects ever go they ever through. They get made, but they're still attached to them? Maybe. I know some of the actors are still attached, not all of them, so I don't know where their individual contracts are with it. That feels like an easy paycheck to me. I yeah. say you do that. You a know? lot of people want to <laughs> apparently want to direct Bride of Frankenstein, too, like notable directors. Hmm. Um, but I'm with you with the best scenes, guys. Uh, three, for me, is the woods, the tall, tall trees, all leaveless and dead. Just, oh, so haunting. It's just a great setup around that rock formation where the mob... I love watching the mob swallow Frankenstein up, too. It yeah. looks so it looks good great. and terrifying. Um, two, I'm with you, Lizzie. It's the opening. I love picking up right where we left off. I love that concept and how this movie does it. You show Frankenstein right away in the water. He looks horrifying. Yes. They've singed his hair a bit. He's wet. He's actually meatier now because he's wearing his uh, dentures that he removed in the first one to make his face look hollow. But because he's talking in this one, he wears them the whole time. It's I, And the, Karloff just looks outstanding in this film. Um, so his first appearance is my number two. And number one, yes, the electric storm uh, for everything we said. And I will say, just to add on to that, I love the twist that the bride is scared of Frankenstein as well. Because she still sees him as a monster. That is such a good twist and freaks out and it crushes his soul. And I just think that's... It's, it's better. Poetic it's and just beautiful. Better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's a uh, best scene. And if there's a best scene, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. No. There's a worst scene. What's the worst scenes in Bride of Frankenstein? Three, two, one. My third worst scene is this random. It, it happens right before Pretorius sees Frankenstein monster for the first time. Uh, he's just laughing and drinking with a skull. Uh, There's a skull there. Oh, down in the crypt of the body of the bride. Uh, well, in, no, it's like when the monster shows up. Oh, maybe it is in the crypt. Yeah, yeah, it is in the crypt. Yeah, it is in the crypt. Our old friend uh, Dwight Fry, who plays Fritz in the first one, plays Carl in this one. The exact same role. Of course. (laughs) Yeah, and he lets him into the crypt and he goes... To him and his friends, like, no, you guys go. I, I kind of like it down here, or whatever. Yeah. Which makes no sense either. And then he's just drinking and laughing yeah. nonstop with to nice the skull. charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. I do love a good charcuterie board. Yeah, yeah. But that scene is totally worthless, and his laughing is over the top and silly. Number two is the same problem I had in the first one: the mm-hmm. attempt at comic relief with the. I, I, Wish I wrote her name down. The Minnie. Minnie, the uh, older Una lady. O'Connor is the actress. Who is cartoon-like throughout the movie. Like She sees Frankenstein at one point and does this scream and run away that's... Yeah. She's like the maid of the House of Frankenstein or something. Yeah, It's the same thing as the Baron in the first movie. Very over-the-top performance with an with trying to be the comic relief of the movie that feels totally off she's in it even more and somehow is even more over the top than the baron from the first movie and my number one worst scene is the small like the reveal of the glasses with the king the queen the ballet dancer the devil the mermaid mm-hmm. that's the bishop Petorius's little monsters it looks good 
for 1935. It does. The, it looks the very good. good. That scene is long. Too, I agree. Too long. The backstories and the comedic, even the score is comedic. Very slapsticky. Yeah, like, the king loves the queen and he won't leave her alone. He's pestering her and the bishop disapproves of him. That's why we made him a bishop. And then the ballerina's boring because she only likes to dance to one song. And then he's like, and also we made a mermaid and a devil. I love that there's these two creature ones at the end, but it is. It, you're totally right. It's We don't need eight of them. If you want to show one or two to show off the special effects you can do now and to show Pretorius convincing Frankenstein to kind of like, hey, look, I've done my own experiments. We should team up. You only need one of these guys. Maybe two. You don't need eight or however <laughs> many he like, keeps pulling out like forever and ever. It's, it's a too long of a scene and goes nowhere. And what we've set up in this franchise, or in these first two movies, is that this is supposed to be a little scary. Like, the, the fact that people can do this and want to do this, create these other people, is supposed to be kind of scary. Then it's this very silly, silly scene, and we immediately cut transition to Henry's reaction to it, which is the, uh, this isn't science, this is black magic. And you've now totally undercut that line, which should be a really good line. But, and they even put the score in behind it that makes it sound menacing. But it totally doesn't play now be, with this comedic setup that mm -hmm. comes off so slapstick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of with you there. My number one is definitely the Pretorius little monster creature scene. Uh, also, because they set it up with Pretorius bringing out like a tiny coffin. And you think it's going to be a child Frankenstein. And then it's just a bunch of little people in jars. Yeah. And it's just like, what? And their stories have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, nothing to do with anything. None of them get loose. None of them come back around. I mean, the king gets loose. He immediately puts them back. The end. Child of Frankenstein, though. That's the fourth. No, um, we'll get to that. <laughs> I can't remember what the fourth is, but I have it written down. There is a fourth? <laughs> oh, there's like eight of these. Oh, man. Um, they're not all uh, <laughs> relations. Um, so that's my number one. My number two is... Mini, especially at the top of the movie, make me scared at the top. If you want to give me comic relief, you can do it a little later. At the top of the movie, I'm, I'm trying to get into the, the atmosphere. I don't need her literally mocking. It's alive! And she's the first person we see after the Mary Shelley thing. Yeah. She's our main character for the next couple minutes at yeah. least. And her it's... and J.K. Simmons stand in. <laughs> Does look a lot like J.K. Simmons. He looks, the, the Burgermeister looks a lot like J.K. Simmons in this. And uh, my number three is actually, I, I really like Frankenstein learning how to speak with the hermit. But man, I just found it so funny that after the hermit prays with Frankenstein, and he's like, I thank God for sending me a friend, that Frankenstein is shedding a single tear. Oh, like, as he's laying down. I, I wasn't expecting was... you to say that. Oh, yeah. I was expecting you to say something else. Oh, really? What, what were you thinking? Well, I want to, in, in case Lizzie, it ends up being on Lizzie's list, I won't say it. Right. I, yeah. I'm picky about a lot of the the humanizing that they're doing in this movie, too. He learns real fast to real speak yeah. um, and to converse. The thing that bumped for me in that scene the most was the smoking. Exactly. I, I was don't think I'm he would enjoy it. smoking. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't buy it. I was like, he would choke, he would cough, he would definitely not be like, oh, this is good. It was such a, it was a... Of all the things to stretch, and I know it's so fucking picky, but, like, it's... I, I just was like, come on. It is. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly he's okay with being this close to fire. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you're just living that rock really and roll lifestyle. That I just was... wrote down, like this scene, like, just 
smoking. I what? had a feeling. I was like, I can't believe we're not we're gonna get yeah. through worst scene without somebody mentioning the cigar thing. The monster's just living that rock and roll lifestyle, man. He's drinking. He's smoking. He's chasing women. It, yeah. 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 It, it's weird what they pick and choose what he remembers from human life and what is brand new. Right. Like, yeah. You know, the consistency is lacking. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I I I just want to throw it out there that. While the scene is good, why do we have the Mary Shelley scene at the beginning? And like, and it's not because it's a bad scene. It's just because I put I put it on my list because it's unnecessary. But it, the it's whole to give scene, us previously on Frankenstein. It's to give us previously on Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, I just it's weird. It's weird. But I, the whole scene to me seems to be it's it's all like, would you believe that a girl wrote this? No, yeah, I swear yeah, to God, yeah. it's a girl. Yeah, a girl yeah. wrote it. Those more oh, words oh, from well, these delicate fingers. Right, yeah. And they that do guy. it like three times. <laughs> it's just the whole the whole yeah. scene's like, a, 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 a woman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, though, that original scene was a little racier because those three are all real people. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to be like all three in kind of a... Relationship, love triangle. They're thruple. Yeah, they're a little bit of a thruple. Oh. And they apparently hinted to it in the original script or the original cut... But Hayes Code, chop that right out. Uh, I'm like, I'm just so curious about like how early do we start doing sequels? Like, is this a this big, is what I want like... to bring up because because obviously they felt the need to do a previously on, which yeah. you do because if you didn't see the movie and in the theater, start... there was no way for you to see it unless it was in a repertory house. Oh, I right, right, of course, right. So you kind of need. I got free... then I forgive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's but fascinating. They but the, do repeat all you need to know five times yeah. in this movie, being like, Frankenstein raised the dead. Frankenstein made him out of dead body parts. Yeah. I've made a monster once and I won't do it again. And that's literally all you need to know. <laughs> but yeah, we get the scenes from the original movie at the top. But you I, I just feel like you can do that in with the not Dr. Frankenstein, you know, with just, you know, hey, why are you so sad? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, made a monster and it didn't go well. Yep. <laughs> it didn't go it didn't well. Go so hot. Um, that's really that's fascinating. Is that uh, your three, two, one? That uh, well, well, I gave three to Mary Shelley because I didn't get it. Now I get it, and now I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> two, I gave. Smoking. It's all right. Yeah, because it was, she'll forgive you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I had smoking, and then two the, is smoking. Two is smoking, and then the Pretorius, which is not fair because it's just like one moment. But it still, it bothered me so much. And then it's, it's the monsters thing, and how just how long that scene is to get through all the mini monsters to get to the point of that scene where he's like, "We should work together." Yeah. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, we could have done this a full eight minutes ago." <laughs> like, yeah. just it, it was it was too much. It really was. It it stops the whole movie. I wonder if it just showcases like, oh, we figured out how to make this look. Totally, it I looks understand. great. It still it does. does look really good. It looks really good. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's see if we can make ourselves look really good because. <laughs> it's time for Milking It, our favorite podcast game on this show. We're bringing out the big computer of Hollywood Ideas 2000 of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres, and it shall provide each of us with a. A printout, a random pairing of pitch length, uh, either elevator, water cooler, or boardroom. Uh, elevator will give you uh, 30 seconds to get a pitch out. Water cooler, one American minute to get a pitch out. And the boardroom will give you 90 seconds. Uh, and it will also provide you with a new genre or actor or director to use as your crux in remaking The Bride of Frankenstein into a brand new film to put it back out there and make a billion more dollars for the studio system. 
So here it is. Let's wheel out the old, the old brand new big computer of Hollywood oh, Ideas 2000. All right, <clears throat> what we get, Brad? I think it gave you your uh, your listed here first. That's correct. Uh, I have the water cooler pitch. Okay. So the one minute pitch. Going second. And I got Charlie Chaplin. Well, very interesting. Yes. Charlie Chaplin as uh, the main character in Frankenstein. He was making films not too long after this. Huh. So. That could work. That That's could good. work. Lizzie, what'd yes. you get? Um, I drew. Excuse me, the machine. Yeah, put out there's for no me. drawing. There's no drawing. <laughs> nope. You are reading this from a printout. Yeah, you just have to rip the little things you know, off the sides. Yeah, little holes. Hold. Freshly perforated uh, elevator pitch, which oh. is perfect because I did wear my bellhop uniform today. Oh, good, yeah. good. Um, you can't see again. Thought this was a movie. Um, I uh, also uh, not was a given... TV show, a movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, last week I thought it was TV. Now you think it's a movie? No, that was a movie. Two hours. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I... I Next week, if we're Son of Frankenstein, she might think it's a I, podcast. We're making a film. No, it's a limited <laughs> yeah. series. It's a limited series. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's, it's an album. So, uh, I'm going to do an elevator pitch for Bride of Frankenstein as a stoner comedy. Oh, very um, interesting. Yeah. That's fun. That I'll is sell fun. It. Here we go. Okay. He smokes in it, so you're, you're on your way. <laughs> yeah. Smoke good. See, I criticized it, and now it is in my hands. Yeah. All right, and that leaves me with the boardroom pitch. Uh, 90 seconds to get out uh, Bride of Frankenstein starring, I got an actor card, Meryl Streep. Ah. Yeah. Going streeping. <laughs> going streeping. All right, uh, guys, let's get our uh, pitches together. We're starting off with the elevator pitch. Lizzie in her bellhop uniform. Woo! For a stoner comedy, 30 seconds on the clock. Feeling good. Ready? Ready. Warming up. Here you go. And the elevator doors are closing and closed. So we've got two stoners. It's Halloween night. They're getting high in a graveyard. They're hockey fans. They're uh, uh, hitting rocks with hockey sticks. And one goes wild and it bursts through a window of a crypt. And you hear this yell and a thud. They go to uh, investigate, see what happens. They see a dead woman on a table strapped to electric things. Uh, a dead scientist on the floor. Frankenstein is there, and he's like, hey, you killed the scientist. You guys have to bring her to life, or I'll kill you. So they do. They bring her to life. The four of them end up having a lot of misadventures on the town on Halloween nights. No one pulls them over or anything, because they blend right in, and they have a great time in Frankenbuds. <laughs> Frankenbuds. Frankenbuds. Frankenbuds is great. Expert title. Yeah. That is very, very good. Uh, all right, I'm next. Oh, no, I'm not uh, next. Nope. Brad, you're next. Yep. I was trying to cheat myself for 30 seconds. How could you do that? I don't know. Okay. I probably cheat myself for 30 seconds a lot during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, uh, you're doing, oh, the Charlie Chaplin Cha film. Water cooler pitch, yes. Water cooler pitch. Starring Charlie One Chaplin. One minute for you, my friend. Okay, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Charlie Chaplin stars as Frankenstein's monster in what will be a silent film. Now, instead of killing people with his bare hands like Frankenstein monster does, he will kill them with sets falling over on top of them and crushing them to death. Hmm. You know, as Charlie Chaplin does. Um, so he is on the run from a mob of people, and he is also on the run from studio executives trying to sue him for property damage. 
And he finally meets his creator, Henry, face-to-face again, his mentor, and he wants him, uh, he wants to create another one. So he creates his wife, which is Maria from Sesame Street, dressed up as Charlie Chaplin like she did on Sesame Street, which scared the hell out of me as a child. I was wondering where that was going. So they end up doing the mirror game, where like they keep pretending like they're doing the same thing, and once it falters, he realizes it's not going to work, and he has to blow everything up and kill them all. In <laughs> The Great Bride. Oh, okay, Great Bride. All right, yeah. So is Charlie Cham- Chaplin's monster, is he like the tramp as the monster? Or is he in like Frankenstein makeup? Or no, he is. Or a combination is... of tramp and Frankenstein? No, no, no. Like Henry, I'm sorry, I should have been more specific. Like Charlie Chaplin is Charlie, is the monster as Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Henry is still, you know, Colin Clive or whatever. Yeah, and he made Charlie Chaplin. Yes, he made Charlie As the Chaplin. tramp. Yes. Gotcha. Sorry, I should have been more clear about that. No worries. I like that. I like that. I has a little bit of a, like a... Like the, I like the Hollywood caper that it becomes. That's kind of fun and very Charlie Chaplin. Right. I went back and forth on if he, Chaplin should be Henry or should be the monster. Yeah. And a couple times throughout, I was like, hey, it should have gone the other way. But here we are. Should have him in dual roles. That would have even been better. <laughs> there was a part of this at one point that had Hitler involved, and I was like, it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Hitler was going to be in Charlie Chaplin's movie. Can we get Hitler? We Hitler was, was going to play yeah. his mentor. It was going to play Precip, whatever the doctor. Pretorius. Pretorius. Hitler was going to be Pretorius, mm. but I just couldn't yeah, get it to work. He would have crushed in that. Yeah. He would have been very convincing. I don't like this line of jokes. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's why well, I didn't do me. it. Uh, it's up to me with the boardroom pitch. 90 seconds. And it is. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep film. She's attached. In three. Two, one. All right, guys. We know Bride of Frankenstein is a classic. But what I'm saying is we remake it from Elizabeth's point of view. All right? Mm-hmm. Okay? So we pick up where the last film ended, where Frankenstein ended, of course. Only this time, we've got Meryl Streep in the role of Elizabeth. Uh, she's so happy to have her fiancé back from his horrible windmill fall. She nurses him back to, to health. They get married. And they have a child. Which is something that happens in Son of Frankenstein. Uh, oh my god. And of course, Meryl Streep's gonna be great because in her movies, there's two things she loves. Meryl Streep's gonna be great. Meryl Streep's <laughs> gonna be loved because there's two things she loves. She loves being pregnant and she loves doing accents. And she's gonna get to do a German accent here and she's pregnant for a little bit of the movie. But least we not forget, Henry is not a good man. Okay? He loses interest in the marriage and is spending less and less time at home. And after a particularly violent episode where he like, Threatens to take the kid and leave. Elizabeth starts divorce proceedings. Uh, it's revealed that Henry has been spending all his time building a new woman for himself. Like oh. the madman he is. To which, at this uh, revelation, the judge rules in favor of, of Elizabeth getting the kids. Gavel, gavel. Court is over. Adjourned. Elizabeth gets the kids. Court is over. Court is over. <laughs> Court what, is over. In... Frankenstein versus Frankenstein. Nice. Uh, Real nice. That's a great title. Thanks. That's a great title. Well timed. Relieved to hear that son of Frankenstein is son of not Dr. Frankenstein and not the son of two dead people that have been brought back to life and have mated. No, it's son of Frankenstein is actually Henry and Elizabeth's son, who's a grown man named Wolf. Gotcha. His name's Wolf? His name's, yeah, yeah. Badass. Wolf Frankenstein? Wolf Wolf? Frankenstein. That's badass. Basil Rathbone. Played by Basil Rathbone. And he is also particularly good. 
Wow, it sounds like a movie I would love to watch and discuss. And he... Is Colin Clive child. in it? No, Colin Clive's not in the it. The father's not in it at all. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he is, his son is now the new doctor, and he's actually a doctor. He's the one who gets his medical does degree. Does he get Igor? Uh, he does get Igor. At Bella Lugosi plays Igor. Why am I watching these movies? You'll be back next week. There we go. And they have a child who is a seed stealer. Oh. Yeah. Um, guys, that's High on Phil for Brian Frankenstein. Uh, that was we did fun. It. That was fun. Thank you so much. What a spooky time to put us in the mood for Halloween. I was which scared. Is anywhere from tomorrow to three to five Maybe days from now. We have the intern looking that up, right? <laughs> 20, 20, 28. Today's the 28th. Today's I'm, the pretty 28th. Sh- I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got three days till All Hallows Eve. Um, stay safe out there, whatever you do. Brad, you just watched The Bride of Frankenstein. What are you going to do next? We already talked about it, but I'm going to watch Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. It's been, I don't know, a couple years since I've seen it from uh, top to bottom. I'm overdue for that, so I'm very excited. Mel Brooks' finest film, in my opinion. It's a tough call. I love Blazing Saddles. I love Blazing Saddles. It's not a tough call for me. Okay. I think Young Frankenstein's a work of genius, and actually, I'll watch that with you, because now that I've seen all three of the Frankenstein official trilogy, I'm, uh, I'm curious to see where all the pieces fit in. That's true. Lizzie Donaldson, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You just watched The Bride of Frankenstein. What are you going to do next? Well, last week I said I was going to vote, and I did. I voted. I mailed it right in. So I'm going to remind people to please vote. It's so wonderful and easy. It is. And then I'm going to sit on the couch with you two and watch Young Frankenstein, which I've never seen before. Whoa. Oh, all right. So maybe we should watch Son of Frankenstein. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I swear to God, I'm never coming back to the studio again. (laughs) You've seen Blazing Saddles? Seen Blazing Saddles. Love Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess, you know, tune in next year. Tune uh, in next year. For uh, the rest of the Frankensteins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we'll do the other five next Halloween. We're not doing that. that. Busy. Yeah. You're busy. I'm busy. (laughs) Unless it's Son of Frankenstein, she's out. I'm out. And I've, yeah, I'm busy. Maybe we'll do a one-off sometime later in the year when we need a week Uh, just to do Son of Frankenstein. That would be great. Because it's the Boris Karloff trilogy. If I get the public on my side and we all sign a petition, we get, we get, I I just need some movement, I think. Yeah, I think this can happen. Yeah. It's the last time Boris Karloff plays the monster in a feature film. In Son of Frankenstein. All right. Well, then that's I. That settles it. This settles time, it. next year, or later this year. At some, just keep yeah. listening to this podcast, folks. It's great. <laughs> Thanks, Lizzie. You're Thanks, welcome. Brad. Thanks, listeners. We love you. Thank you, Chris. Goodbye. High on Film is a Maxwell Davis Productions podcast. Original music by Zach Pfeiffer. For more information, follow at High on Film on Twitter and Instagram, or email the show at the High on Film Show at gmail.com. Star. 
Chinatown. Me, Jake, Annie Hall, Trash, Destroy, Ghost Dad.